On Point with Craig's Investment Partners. The information provided here is general in nature. It's not financial advice. It doesn't take into account your financial situation, objectives, goals, or risk tolerance. All investments are subject to risks and none are guaranteed. So before you make any investment decisions, we recommend you contact an investment advisor. For more information about our services in that regard, you can go to our website, which is craigsip.com. Welcome to On Point. I'm Mark Lister, Investment Director at Craig's Investment Partners, and I'll be talking about a range of topics, including economics, portfolio strategy, investor education, and anything else that's happening out there in financial markets. All right, today I wanted to talk about the US earnings season, which kicks off tonight. Now, the international reporting season happens every quarter. Now that's a little bit different to here in New Zealand or across the Tasman in Australia, where all of our listed companies, whether it's Meridian Energy or Spark or Infratil or uh, across in Australia, Commonwealth Bank or BHP or CSL, all the big companies that are listed on the respective share markets, ours report their results every six months. Uh, But in places like America, Uh, companies report their results every three months. So you hear from the companies much more often. And uh, those quarterly reporting seasons roll around much more quickly than they do here, and they always get a lot of focus. So what we'll hear from most companies across the US market and others around the world too, but I'm talking primarily about the US today, uh, we will hear how they have performed uh, in the most recent quarter, which is the second quarter of this year, the the June 2023 quarter. We'll we'll get to see those results relative to the same quarter a year ago, June 2022, uh, and we'll get to hear an update about what they see in the future. And it's always a really interesting, important time for share markets, for investors, for analysts, for fund managers. So I say this every time, but I'll say it again. I think this quarter is probably going to be a very crucial one for the direction of the US share market in the months ahead. And this is particularly the case in the US. And and the reason I say that is because the US has been where a lot of the strength has come from this year. The S&P 500, which is the main US share market index, has had a stunning run. It's up, um, at the moment, it's up 15.8% so far this year, which is a a stellar run, you know, typically uh, on average, uh, US shares probably go up about 10% every year. And we're up sort of more than 15%, you know, barely in barely six months. So it's been a, a cracker of a year so far. That often happens on the back of a week here. And last year, 2022, was a, a fairly difficult year. So it's, it's not unsurprising that we've seen that rebound. Uh, it's been driven by a lot of the heavyweight tech stocks. They've really been leading the charge. So the NASDAQ index, which is another US index, dominated by consumer discretionary companies, technology companies, growth companies. That's up even more than the S&P 500. The NASDAQ is up almost 32% this year. So it's up by almost double what the broader market is. And if you look at some of the big tech indices, so there's one that I've followed, the the NYSE FANG Plus index, which is sort of a a good proxy for big tech, Uh, that index is up 73% 
this year. So it's just had a, a stunning run. Uh, again, that came on the back of a very weak 2022. So that big tech index was down 40 odd percent last year. Uh, and this year it surged uh, 73%. So still not quite back to um, uh, where it was, but it's still been a stellar run. But um, that strength in the US market overall has largely been driven by rising valuations rather than higher earnings from the companies across the US share market. So we haven't seen any real improvement in fundamental earnings. It's just been a case of things getting more expensive. And that that doesn't necessarily mean we're on the, the cusp of a collapse. You know, optimists out there would, would point to slowing inflation. They'd point to the imminent end of the Federal Reserve's interest rate hiking cycle. And we're not quite there yet, but we're getting to that point. Um, investors, some investors would also see improving earnings growth on the horizon and and others would when it, especially when it comes to that technology sector would point to the productivity gains that we'll uh, we're all hoping we'll see on the back of some of the the progress in artificial intelligence so look it's 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 a mixed bag when you think about the pros and cons but what we do know uh, is that for many parts of the market the bar is higher in terms of the expectations uh, on those companies to deliver good earnings results and upbeat forward guidance because of that strength in share prices. So because share prices have moved as aggressively as they have and gone up so much, there's less room there for disappointment. And if you don't live up to expectations, if you disappoint the market, um, then there, there is a risk that you will uh, be punished. So this this will be a real focal point over the next uh, three or four weeks as we keep an eye on the um, uh, the international reporting season and watch some of these US companies uh, announce their results. There'll be lots of things we're watching for. Uh, we're obviously watching for growth and revenue and sales, looking for any signs of a slowdown there, watching for margin pressures given that costs are still uh, rising for many companies, um, they're dealing with sort of higher wage pressures and so forth, costs across the board, interest costs, borrowing costs. So that will be something that we are keeping an eye on. Margins have come down from where they were uh, a year ago. They're probably sitting sort of in line uh, with where they have been over the last five years, but they've come down from the highs and they could sort of dip below that uh, that more more recent average that we've seen, so that's that's a focal point. The banks will be something we're watching again, obviously with with some of the smaller banks running into trouble this year. Uh, I think investors will be very interested to see the differences uh, and uh, the strength of the big end of town. You know, the J.P. Morgans and the Wells Fargo's and the Bank of Americas versus some of those smaller banks. And obviously, as I mentioned, the tech sector will be very much in focus because it's been where we've seen uh, a lot of the strength this year. Overall, uh, investors and analysts are expecting to see aggregate earnings. So if you take the earnings for the whole S&P 500 and put all of those company earnings together, um, in aggregate, uh, those earnings are expected to have fallen uh, about 7% in this quarter that we'll be talking about, the June 2023 quarter, relative to the same quarter a year ago. So a 7% 7, 7 year-on-year fall in aggregate earnings. And that would be the biggest fall 
uh, that we've seen in a few years. You know, back um, during the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic, middle of 2020, sort of, you know, uh, I think it was probably the June quarter of 2020, we saw corporate earnings um, for the S&P 500 at least fall about 30-odd percent before it re rebounded. Uh, and this this reporting season, we're expecting to see a 7% fall. So not nearly as bad as back then, but still the worst quarter since back then. Interestingly, uh, and analysts might be wrong about this because you know they're, they're constantly revising their figures and changing their mind based on new information. But at the moment, they see this quarter, the June 2023 quarter, as the likely trough in aggregate S&P 5 earnings. So from here, they think uh, the market's earnings will will push higher. So this is this is sort of seen as the point where. Um, uh, total earnings sort of is is at its its low for this cycle. You know, time will tell uh, whether that's accurate or not. But anyway, uh, it all kicks off tonight. Uh, we've got PepsiCo, we've got Delta Airlines tomorrow. Uh, that's Friday in the US. So we'll get these on on Saturday morning in New Zealand. JP Morgan, Citigroup, Wells Fargo. So the big banks often kick off the reporting season. Uh, United Health. That's another um, large healthcare company. It's in the Dow, uh, the Dow Jones Index. So that's a very high profile one. So. Um, that, that will kick things off this week, and then next week things start to heat up. We'll hear from a couple more of the the big financials, so Bank of America, Morgan Stanley, and Goldman Sachs are all reporting quarterly results next week. Uh, also Netflix, also Tesla, uh, Johnson & Johnson, so you know something for everyone from sort of uh, tech to healthcare to financials and, and plenty of other sectors um, in between as well. Schlumberger is another one. Uh, uh, energy services and beyond next week it'll just get busier and busier I think you know that final week of July I think is a, a very busy one uh, that's when you will hear from some of the big tech companies among others but uh, there'll be a lot to watch over the next uh, three weeks four weeks and it matters for investors and it matters for what we're doing with our portfolios, especially when we put this into the context of um, what we've seen so far this year and that strong performance that we've seen from the US market in particular uh, and some others around the world, especially when you sort of consider that it's been driven by a uh, relatively small group of companies that are sort of in, in a few sectors, you know, anything related to sort of AI or that sort of growth has, has shot the lights out. And there are many other parts of the market that uh, have, have maybe lagged a little bit. So I think for investors, there's still lots of opportunities out there. Um, you know, many people would suggest that uh, some of those companies that have uh, performed extremely well this year uh, are arguably fully valued, you know, if not overpriced. You know, you're hearing that talk out there about some of those stocks that have run very, very hard in that sphere. At the same time, there are many other parts of world share markets, either in the US or elsewhere, that haven't risen nearly as much as that. So while everyone's been obsessing over artificial intelligence and how exciting that's going to be and what it might do for, for this company or that company, there have been plenty of great businesses out there that have actually been ignored and overlooked and haven't really done much at all in terms of their share price performance. So I think rather than sort of looking at uh, some of these headline indices, whether it's the NASDAQ, whether it's the S&P 500, whether it's, you know, whatever you're looking at um, and thinking, geez, that, that 
that index has gone up uh, dramatically. Um, must be time to sort of sit on the sidelines or or sell and head for the hills. I would I would probably frame that a different way. I would be I would be focusing maybe on the fact that uh, that strength has has been driven by a, a smaller than usual uh, group of companies and sectors, which then tells me that there are lots of parts of the market that people have forgotten about and that that means opportunities so if you've got money to put to work then don't be dissuaded by some of the headlines you're seeing about uh, specific companies that have have um, uh, risen very strongly maybe maybe it just means you need to sort of uh, look a little uh, further down the pecking order and um, hunt around for some of the opportunities that people aren't talking about. So as always, there's always there's always fine tuning for investors to do to their portfolios. There's always opportunities both for trimming some of the, the securities that have maybe performed very well and, and aren't looking great value in the short term. You know, nothing wrong with taking profits, uh, especially if you've got an oversized position and uh, on the other side of the coin, uh, there are always opportunities to either reinvest uh, in some of the great businesses out there that haven't been appreciated as much by investors because maybe they're not flavor of the month, flavor of the week, flavor of the year. And um, that also means that those of us that have new capital put to work, you know, we are offered those same opportunities as well. So uh, good time to talk to your advisor, I think, you know, monitor the earning season, uh, see how see how all of these businesses' um, results develop, uh, listen to what they've got to say about the future and have a good chat with your advisor about whether there is anything you need to be thinking about uh, as it pertains to your portfolio. So enjoy a very busy two, three or four weeks of corporate results. There's plenty happening and there'll be lots for us to monitor. For more insights, visit craigsip.com.